Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. I just knew you were going to do that. And Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. It's Saturday for us. We're happy to be spending some time with you today. Definitely had some coffee this morning. I might need some more. Yeah, might need some more coffee. All right. We'd like to do a quick shout out to Bardstown, Kentucky. All right, Bardstown. That was where Seth the Sim is close to the Sim. Close, close Southern to Baptist theological Yeah, Center. where we met. Yeah. All began our story. Oh, yes, Little Kentucky. They had a really good coffee place there we used to go I to. The name, I did too. It was so good. I know y'all are surprised that we liked to go have coffee. And there was a really cool um, park there too. We had a picnic and then. I think I have a new stuff Yes, you you do have a niece. Hello, shout out to Amy. All Amy, right, oh. yes, yes. All right. Well, we're so happy you're joining us today. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call two five one two four 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 six four five. And if you would like to have the Covenant Eyes porn blocker on your devices, which everyone should have, a type of uh, block on their devices. There is a link in our show notes to Covenant Eyes. And if you use the promo code GRACE1998, you will get a month free. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, we well actually, we got to have some facts. We're trying to get the coffee, aren't we? Uh, yeah. I'm not far behind you. Yeah. Yeah, we might. We, we can might get through this. We can do it. We need it's to. Okay. okay, cool. So we can get through this. Yes, we got it. We got it. So, what are some facts you Mr. got? Mr. Potato Head. I loved that as a kid. Just, oh I tried goodness. to eat it. You, I was like four years old. I tried to eat. Mr. Uh, okay. I think I was cutting too. At four? I don't know. You were cutting it. I don't know. I'm trying to make reasons why I was trying. He looked yummy. Well, you know what I used to do? What you do? I used like to. like a marble up here. I never did that. No. I did. You did. I used to chew the feet of my Barbie dolls. I don't oh, know I why. Did you do that to your Barbie? And I did it to my sister's Barbie. Good for her you. Julia. <laughs> no. <laughs> and she didn't like it. Julia. It was a Julia um, Barbie. Julia Roberts? No, 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 no. And uh, I chewed her feet. That's all. I know. But I'd sit there watching TV and just chew she on her feet. her feet. Well, they, you know, now they're like a hard plastic. But used to Barbie dolls for like, they had like rubbery feet, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, okay, we regress. Back to Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head was the first toy to be advertised on TV. Oh. Was it Mr. Potato Head? He'd roll out with his little head. I had a Mrs. Potato Head. She had like the little pink lipstick. Yeah. Oh, we could have played with our potato heads together. We could have. Oh. All right. A duel Mm -hmm. between three people is actually called a (laughs) true. Now that's just silly. I have never in my life heard a drool. 
Well, how would, you know, they, in a duel, like, they take the steps. I challenge you to for the true. How would you do that? Right, so probably two bad. people would die. I don't so know. Any. Whatever. WrestleMania, and they would have the last one standing as the winner. I guess. Have that, yeah, because it was always with a gun, right? The duels? Yes. Yeah. I give you true. Uh, I would just okay. avoid that because I don't want to say true. It just sounds weird. Yeah, let's move on. The tiny holes, two tiny holes in every big pit, oh. ensure that the air pressure is the same both inside and outside the pin, which keeps the ink flow to the tip. Okay. I'm so glad that now I know that. Isn't that a profound I thing? just, yeah, I will live a better life knowing that. In South Korea, <laughs> there's an emergency number, 113, to mm-hmm. report spies. Oh. One one. Th- wonder if you accidentally hit the one one three, and you're really asking. Maybe they're gonna think you're a spy. That's so, what I was thinking. They're gonna think you're a spy, and you're telling on yourself. Oh my. Uh oh. Let's remember not to do that if we go there. Japan is facing a get this ninja shortage. <gasps> a shortage of ninjas. Yeah. Oh, that's there is a high yeah. demand for ninja shows, but okay. it is dying tradition. And companies have trouble finding properly trained ninjas. That's awful. Gabriel used to watch a show, The Three Ninjas or something. Remember that? He'd watch yeah, it over and over. That's more interesting. Ninjas. More ninjas. That was my nickname. In, in, you were uh, called Ninja? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. We had we were going to have this pow- powder puff football game. Powder puff football. And Coach Brown, Coach Philip Brown, right. he is no longer with us anymore. Oh. He has gone on to heaven. Yeah. He he gave us all a nickname, and we made had these like little jerseys made up and everything. And for some reason, he decided that I was a ninja. I guess because <laughs> at that time I was kind of quiet. Okay, that's it. You know, I I wasn't you know as talkative stealth. as I am now. So stealth, stealth. yeah. So he called me ninja, and I had it on a shirt. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I didn't know how to be a ninja. So, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> some common fears experienced by narcissistic abuse survivors may include. Mm. Okay. And we've done similar things like this, but this is a little bit of a more different tilt. A different take on it. Yeah. Fear right. of the narcissist's reaction of retaliation. Mm. So, you know, you go through narcissistic abuse, mm-hmm. and sometimes, like PTSD, you start having these fears that everyone's out against you mm, and you're going like to be ashamed and there's, you know, yeah. you're going to be treated psychologically uh, uh, like you're dumb, like you're dumb yeah. and worthless. And so uh, there's a sense of guilt, shame, and, that, and there's a sense that you're always on the verge of mm-hmm. messing up. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's not a good place to be in, I would think. Hmm. And it really is because a person that's been through nurse, you know, whether it's gaslighting, the mm-hmm. blaming, or the mm-hmm. verbal abuse, physical abuse, right, isolation, yeah, they, they just like with any trauma, mm-hmm. they're kind of programmed to think everyone's like that, which is sad. Yeah, and so there's some paranoia, there's some PTSD type stuff. Yeah, it'd be very hard to after you've been through something like that. It would be very hard to to trust others. I'm sure. Fear of being alone mm-hmm. or abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you, you know, if that person that was a narcissist in your relationship uh, is has shamed you and, mm-hmm. you know, they had they started off with the uh, love bombing, idealization, mm-hmm. then the devaluation. Right. And then and discard you. Mm-hmm. 
and then they start it all over again, you begin to become very lonely that you're not worth lo- loving right. and that no one could love you or, or, and, and that you're not worth, you know, your self-worth. Mm-hmm. It goes down into, uh, goes down considerably. That's sad. Very sad. Fear of not being believed or validated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look at this, narcissistic abusers are very skilled. They are. They portray themselves, maybe charming, confident, charismatic. Mm-hmm. And and um, at the same time, they're undermining and and really um, undermining survivor's credibility. Yeah, they, they do everything to discredit you to mm-hmm. other people. And other people begin to look at you as maybe a lesser lesser human being just because of the way the stealthy nar- narcissist is portraying you and and people start looking at you like that and that's very demoralizing and degrading and once you've been put down so many times it's hard to realize that hey these things are not true and you start actually believing them yourself yeah and this can for some people this can go on for years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of Childhood narcissistic right. abuse. Yeah, if you have parents and things yeah. like that that treat you that way. And you know, the, they, the narcissistic abuser, a lot of times with divorced couples that maybe you know whoever he or she was married to a narcissist, mm-hmm. that person will begin to tr- uh, triangulate, which is to um, to get to the flying monkeys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And flying monkeys are people, maybe fr- friends that were friends when you were a couple, uh, and they will begin to spread rumors. Mm-hmm. And no one will, be- very few people uh, will uh, see through that. Yeah, because people are very shallow in general, especially today. Yeah, really shallow people. I mean, yeah, it's hard. You know, it's it's hard sometimes to to have. Intelligent conversations because people are so shallow. And yeah. so they will spread rumors that mm-hmm. that person, you know, the ex was maybe uh, having an affair or that person's a drunk or a drug addict mm-hmm. or making up all types of things. To put that person down so people won't think that they're credible. Yes. Mm. And that's very hard for for the victim. Very hard. Yeah. Once again, it goes back to isolation, that self mm-hmm. You know, self uh, hatred, right, and shame. Mm-hmm. Um, so sad, so yeah. sad because we had, so we have people walking around that have been just abused so much by a narcissist that they think that they're not worth even being around. That's so, right. Yeah, fear of making the same mistakes, attracting other narcissists. This is very common. That is common, and a lot of times, it you know, self fulfilling prophecy. It happens. It happens. People that have a lot of empathy mm-hmm. have a tendency to attract narcissists to some yes. degree. Yes. Because um, they're trying they to fix them. They care. They're trying to fix them. Yeah. yeah. And so I think to a certain extent with this one, mm-hmm. it's good to, you know, to check yourself. Absolutely. And examine. But I also caution that you're not overly critical. Because that's yeah. that person, maybe that new person you're with is mm-hmm. is not the same person. And, and so many times you like project that other person onto them. And um, yeah, 
It's not good. We project past relationships on mm -hmm. other people mm -hmm. subconsciously. And then you act like things are that person's fault. The person's like, what? What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. They don't even understand. So, and that can ruin a relationship really quickly. I have so many couples mm -hmm. and, and individuals that struggle from past relationships or childhood mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and they're still dealing with unfinished business or right. that baggage. Right. And then they project that onto their spouse, their, mm -hmm. you know, their family, their friends, mm -hmm. and they Definitely. don't understand why. Yeah. And then you show them, this is where it comes from. And they're like, light bulb comes on. And right. Actually, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. It helps them to understand more about themselves and others. It helps to get someone who's outside of it. True. That can can look in and see what's going on. Because a lot of times you don't really realize yourself what's happening. It's true. Yeah. Fear of being responsible for the abuse or feeling guilty. Mm. The narcissist is so skilled. Right. These are people that can, they, they're, they're, they can, they want self-attention. They want mm -hmm. to be the center of attention. Right. And they're very skilled. They could be mm -hmm. salespeople. Mm -hmm. you know, they're usually very successful. Right. And so they can really twist words. Mm -hmm. And they know how to turn it around. Right. To, to make the victim True. feel like the, uh, the one who's the abuser. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah. Wow. It's twisted. It is very twisted. And it's not a good situation. Mm -mm. Um. I also think fear of not being able to trust again. Yeah. Because they never had that. And, and that's a real problem because, you know, a lot of times people that were abused by narcissists mm -hmm. get out of that relationship and they almost become a hermit or they don't feel like they're worthy of being loved again. And they avoid any type of relationship just because of those things. And because of the betrayal, because mm -hmm. of deceit, manipulation. They think everybody else is going to do that. I think everyone's that way. Right. Yeah. Sad. And it's very sad. Mm -hmm. I, I really think that it's really important for the narcissistic uh, person that has been abused, right. survivor, mm -hmm. to really work on, you know, recognizing what healthy relationships are. Yeah. And healthy boundaries. Right. And build their confidence. Yeah. And to get through it. Those healthy boundaries are very important as well. Definitely. Fear of losing your identity. Yeah. Sense of self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Self-explanatory, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Um, fear of being vulnerable, expressing emotions. Because mm. any time they were vulnerable with the narcissistic abuser, guess what happened? They were put down, made fun yeah. of. Yeah. So they don't want to show that side of them, of themselves with anybody else. Because if, you know, they probably sat down with uh, the narcissist and they were like, oh, I'm not going to. I would never hurt you. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, he or she would share, you know, listen. Right, right. And then when they got mad at them, they would use it as a weapon. Yeah, true. Oh, I see why you can't do that because of your <laughs> depression. Right. Or I know you, 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 I don't know if you can handle all this because of your being on that antidepressant. And then they, yeah, yeah they internalize that. Yeah. Mm. Fear of being invalidated, dismissed by mental health professionals. Uh, and that does happen. Yeah. That does happen. I mean, there there are some wonderful mental health professionals out there like you. But well, there you. are also some that are not wonderful. So you have to be careful with that. You really have to be careful. 
with yeah, that. I think you really need to find, you know, and the reason is some people, they're so skilled, they can trick, trick mental health professionals. Mm-hmm. That's how skilled they are. Right. Um, I mean, this is, mm-hmm. it's really demonic. I should be honest. It is. It is demonic. So you have to be, you know, careful um, about those mental health um, providers that you choose. So, you know, I think really building up your self-confidence. Mm-hmm. I think make, you may have to make new friends. Find people you can definitely trust. And really and build on your relationship with Christ. Well, yes, that should be your first thing. Uh, and also learning from other people's support groups. Community. Yeah. Community. You want community. Find a church that, that you can be yourself and that people will love you and care for you. Yeah. Mm. So this, you know, there's a lot of similarities, but with some of the others, but I think this, this topic mm-hmm. is something you really want to teach. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ingrain. Absolutely. So that don't make the same mistakes that you have the material in your mind mm-hmm. to build the sermon. Mm-hmm. So you're able to deal or 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 not fall for others that are narcissists. Very good. Very true. And also, you need to remember. God can even take the narcissist mess. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. And turn it into a message for mm-hmm. his glory, for your good. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Go get you a cup of coffee like we're going to. <laughs> take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you.